listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bum stickity bum stickity bum hunt. I got the rubber rubber pum pum, but I can feed fire foe diddly bum here. I come to Peter Piper. I'm hyper than Pinocchio's nose, and I'm the super fragilistic tic tac pro. I gave the oopsie daisy. Now you got the crazy. I'm crazy with the books. Googly goo. Here's the gravy. So one two um buckle my um shoe yabbity do hippity hoo crack a brew so trick or treat smell my feet yep i drippity drop a hit so books get on your mark with that spark that old censorship drafts and double drats i smiggity smack some weird kids the boogity woogity brooklyn boys about to get his dig my waist bones connected to my hip bone my hip bones connected to my thigh bone my thigh bones connected to my knee bone my knee bones connected to my a hearty ha 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 hey welcome to the black out to podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday morning ready to do some feedback for all you guys yes sir um feedback shows where we of course talk about all the stuff you had to say about all the stuff that we had to say there's a myriad of ways to get in contact with us and leave feedback you can leave us five star reviews we got a couple this week you can leave us uh comments on the website theblackguywhotips.com you can vote in the polls on theblackguywhotips.com you can even leave comments on your votes specifically in the polls you can email us theblackguywhotips at gmail.com and you can call us 704-557-0186 and leave us two minute voicemails uh it has to be two minutes or less or you will get cut off uh it happens every week so check it out um all right let's get into it first of all we got to shout out all the people who go to the front page of the black guy who tips and they go to the right hand side and they choose to donate you can give money to the show that's right um just out of the kindness of your hearts and we like to shout out those people out because without them we wouldn't be doing this come on I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song to you. Today's a new day. New day, new pay. Shout out to Tommy W. Thank you so much for your recurring donation. Hey, Tommy. Annie P. Annie, are you okay? Thank you so much. I hope you are uh omoye i believe is how you pronounce it oh zinzi is who donated this uh gave us a one-time donation thank you zinzi uh nick z thank you nicholas appreciate you Mm -hmm. rita macy thank you as well no relation miss hathaway thank you so much benjamin c appreciate you bomani jones of the right time and of course high noon on espn hooked us hooked us up with a little song song in the collection plate thank you both thank you laura e thank you laura renate m appreciate you Chandra B, thank you so much. Pete B, no relations, thank you so much. Olivia from Chicago, thank you. Black Film Press Comics, we appreciate you. Ricky A, pretty Ricky, what they call him. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. David from Brooklyn, Brooklyn is in the house, thank you. Laura F, thank you, Laura. Kalfani G, appreciate you. Chris from Hawaii, sending us uh, love all the way from Hawaii. Mm-hmm uh tabitha m thank you so much for your recurring donation and that's everyone but there is no sunshine nothing but clouds and it's stuck in the heart and it feels like a cold night it ain't easy but today's a new day but tell me where are your blue skies where is that love y'all there is a love and the joy and the promise and tell me why all right
talk about the people that left us five star reviews yes sir that underscore mitch says i was shamed and now i'm doing the shaming five stars come on doing the shaming each one shame one i'm here because karen said so also this podcast is amazing uh-huh. especially because i avoid the news for the most part now time for some shaming if you have listened to multiple episodes you better put five on it because Ryder karen don't have the podcast don't have to podcast they don't have to give us anything you better just do it leave five stars harriet tubman didn't free our ancestors for us not to leave five stars to freedom <laughs> exactly welcome to the shaming club shame on mm-hmm now you think that's what uh shaming works exactly you think that's what harriet tubman was doing when wearing walk around wearing nice dresses hmm she could have sat over there and just ate her rice and you got people that won't leave five stars for the ancestors on the black guy who tells ain't that something ain't that something Mm-mm-mm. all these people out here just need to be shamed if you ask me come on like i, I don't feel bad that they got Mm-mm. shamed look around the building mm, start the shaming get to sh- get your ass to shaming come on shame these people make them feel bad judge about them judge your family and your friends Mm-hmm. if you know somebody else that listen to the show everybody out there listening right now find them and walk over to them and make sure they feel shamed ask them if they haven't left a five star review you make sure they are properly shamed come on ask them you put you five on the chair responsibility to ruby d you have a responsibility to harriet tubman you have a responsibility to dorothy and to Septima and to Rosa, whose blue veins uh, uh, were shining through her arms when she <laughs> took that seat on that bus. Mm-hmm. They are the reason. They are the reason we sit here. When Della and Gladys and, and, and Pearl and had to walk in the back door of a theater so that we could get on there today in a farm. That's who you open your mouth for. Mm-hmm. You matter. You matter. You matter. You matter. Why can't they understand? I, I don't know why they can't understand. You matter. Uh, we also got a five-star review on Stitcher. Uh, Miss Witch says, a relevant show that's entertaining. Five stars. Ryder Karen bringing pop culture, current events, and ratchet sword fighting news to the masses. Thanks for what uh, I, don't, I didn't know I was missing thank you thank you and then of course we also have a show on the um on the old podcast feed there called uh the blackout to spoil movie reviews yeah for those of you be like i want to hear what rod and karen got to say about movies it's a whole feed for you right and i had a couple new reviews on itunes for that Woo-hoo! do yourself a favor and listen five stars by add four w nine j g x if you want to be entertained if you want to laugh 
then listen to rod and karen to be warned though you will be spoiled and lastly bradford and son says new year and new review five stars dear rod and karen i've been listening for about four and a half years now and it's time to put in on this five star review again i'm such a fan your show has helped me through so many joys challenges and journeys over the last few years thank you for providing a space where all are welcome to join in the ratchetry laughs frustration and joy just thank you for being your authentic selves we are all better for it thank you thank you we appreciate you taking the time out to leave us a review and lastly we got one on stitcher for the spoiled movie reviews that's what i'm talking about y'all come through our first one this is from dre underscore solo says great movie review podcast i enjoy rod karen and guests reviewing movies giving their perspectives the blackout tip spoiled movie review is the bomb thank you thank you y'all come through and some of y'all don't put five on it now some of y'all are extra special y'all got an extra pew y'all sitting up front some of y'all don't put 10 on it Mm mm-hmm you know so five ain't enough you know everybody was like i would give you 10 if i could but you can so put 10 on it all right uh let's get into the comments on the website we have a uh, quite a few uh so we had a sport uh, uh, well a uh, feedback episode called everybody's cousins now we didn't get any comments on that feedback episode but we had a poll and we got comments on the poll the poll was do you eat at your office potluck yes no or i don't work in an office 16 percent of y'all do not work in an office so that just leaves yes and no karen do you eat at your office potluck i have and when i do mm-hmm. i'm 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 kind of that old black lady i look for stuff that is prepackaged. i look for stuff that has like a like a digital price tag on it where it look like the shit been scanned um and um normally the black people food is who i cook and there's some people i i don't eat i don't eat that shit never 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 uh 38% yes they do eat at the office potluck and 46% do not I know the last one they did I was like I'm good yeah I was in the 46% I really didn't like office potlucks like I probably skipped the last 6 or 7 years of them when I was working yes and sometimes I'll um I'll donate and won't even go and just go out to lunch with you cause I'm like they like I'm, I'm like uh yeah I got plans for lunch that's what I used to do I give it to them cause I you, people up people are petty mm-hmm. so i feel like if you don't participate and you don't give i'm good but some people feel like everybody constantly got to be a part so you don't want to hear people griping so here's my five on it i'm gonna go do whatever i, I ain't got to be there the worst is when you do donate and then they bring you a plate afterwards because i'll be like no i donated and went to lunch because i didn't want to eat this shit right and they would be like you sure you don't want none no i'm right. good i take that shit thank you and i throw it straight in the trash can yeah i do not eat that shit I do not want your cat hair. Mm-mm. I tell my mom I'll never be like any of those Negroes. That's what I say on my way out to lunch, as I avoid <laughs> the, ah! the potluck. All right, uh, we had some comments, uh, and I think I said what forty six percent said no. All right, so Fender K says I used to pre- uh, participate very selectively. <clears throat> then I heard that episode of y'all went in on pocket potlucks. I can't unsee unhear what y'all said now i find convenient excuses to avoid white people's potlucks i will let black women feed me though peace yeah i'll eat if the black co-worker brings some i might eat her food but i mean let's be honest guys it's once they see you in there everybody starts looking at you like you're not gonna eat none of my uh you're not gonna eat none of my chili fritos pot pies like fuck so i can't get no collard greens unless i get some it's got to touch your macaroni cheese i don't want yours 
your mm. cat hair on my plate come on come on and then you got the co-workers that claim they can cook it forever bringing shit and constantly disappointed because don't nobody walk their ass over there and eat the shit quit bringing it alicia says my company actually catered with po folks Mm-mm-mm. yes i made a big ass plate and took home seconds well that's different that's not really a potluck so i don't count that joe says always get the 411 who made what that's why i always either gave money or brought something pre-made by the, the grocery store nobody want to eat my broke single dude food offerings any more than i want to cook them if you want, aren't a jerk in the office someone will let you know what's what eve says even though i'm self-employed and work for home i voted no on the potluck when i worked for cor- in corporate america i used to participate in the potluck but my final straw was when at the same potluck this one white woman brought in some deviled eggs and all she used was yolk and mayo yuck i was horrified but that was that wasn't the worst what this other lady brought in a dish and her hair was wet and i asked her why is her hair still wet she said that it's not water it's medication because she thought she caught lice in her kid from her kids oh hell no i never participated in office park look again Mm-mm. oh my god no Mm-mm. you can't be bringing your licey hair around bringing food come on now now eating dead lice or whatever medicated lice no thank you um 1791 those negroes we had five comments on this one um it was a pretty fun pretty fun (laughs) one uh let's see here we got clarence who said clarence crawford and some more who said shaking my head pharrell really on his faux love thy brother shit if your loved ones won't bust your ass when necessarily then who the fuck will also it's important to remember that it was kanye's coon ass that left the table no one kicked him out it was him that ran to the white man and started dancing the only sad part <laughs> on kanye's behalf is that he didn't or doesn't have someone that loves him enough to smack some sense into his lost black ass uh that is a good point about him leaving uh and it wasn't like black people made an exodus from him as mm-hmm. much as it was like he made an exodus from black people right it was like okay cool so we go this way you go that way yeah it's also weird because for like with people like pharrell i it's not even just pharrell it's a lot of people around kanye i don't think we can separate the fact that kanye is such a huge influencer from their critiques of him and lack of critiques for him right because they have something to gain by being his friend i think if you really want to know how people feel about that whole go be friends with trump shit for black people look at how they treat like a crochet michelle or some like someone who can't do nothing for them they don't they don't be over there talking about we need to save these people and uh we need to stop they, being so tough they on them, them buildings burn while i disagree i respect them like they don't do any of that shit for people that don't have pull kanye just happens to have a lot of pull i think until he doesn't anymore and the second right. he doesn't and he's not useful you're gonna watch the attitude change or you're gonna watch them not comment after a while phil says hey rod and karen why is kanye the hill so many people are rushing to right it seems that no one else has been given this much love and support for showing that they don't care about others no one else has gotten the benefit of we need to wrap our arms around our family in these tough times as kanye has the black women not getting promoted thing is angering but not too surprising either my okay that's a different subject well you know what else i was gonna say i can't even necessarily say because i i brought up prochette michelle but the more i think about it like i don't remember people going up for steve harvey like this that much Mm -mm. jim brown like it's pretty much if you go over there it's like okay so then you just kind of cooning amorosa you know like it just kind of is you know i get and i guess crochet just didn't have a pull to make people feel that way about her maybe if she would have been 
in a position or in an industry where a black woman could be in charge of some things maybe it would have been different but i'm not 100 percent sure with that either yeah and also truth be told she a black woman and 90 something percent of us is like no honey no mm-hmm. so for a lot of women it was more hurtful and not trying to be funny some 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 of us then gave up on niggas they're gonna be like oh oh we know it's gonna be a percentage of y'all that's gonna cross the the, the picketing line cool but they're looking like you sis you sis you sis like i actually listen to your music i support you you sis and i think mm-hmm. um yeah that is that's her interesting being a black too. woman actually made a bigger impact go ahead i no, i agree with you i'm sorry i was, i wanted to add to what to piggyback on it that's a great point because the majority the majority of her fans are black women right so a lot of people keep putting this at the feet of black men like look at y'all y'all are y'all got rid of christmas at michelle but i don't think we did shit i think her fans having to be a demographic of people who support or i shouldn't even say support who just are anti-republican and anti-trump at a 90 something percent clip i don't know that you can blame that on black people on black men on white people or anything i think that's literally just you didn't have the range to try this because your base of people definitely don't fuck with trump and kanye and a lot of these dudes aren't necessarily in that camp like they've crossed over to having a lot of white audiences right. at those crowd at, the, at their concerts saying you know she ain't nothing but a gold digger but she ain't messing with no broke niggas and shit like that they've been crossed over to that threshold so i don't know that they would be affected as as harshly because of their selection of crowd i wonder i wonder what would happen if it was and then also i think um and this isn't to like victim blame quote unquote but also i think there's a thing where black women will still support fucked up black men right so it's not so far-fetched that like there's a double standard for sure even amongst women for men versus women where it's like oh this woman said some coon shit well she gotta go and then a dude said some coon shit and it's like okay our society has taught us to nurture them to to coddle them to think about right to have empathy and shit that that we would not have if it were a a woman so yeah i didn't even think about that but that's another level to it yeah and i really do think that that affected her more than she thought and i think that she thought she had like you said i really do think she thought she had a bigger reach in the range Mm -hmm. but not to me funny her name is not a household name to be told it's not that she's not a nobody because you know people have half heard of her but it's more of when me and your mama then went to a concert a bunch of black women you know black men taking their you know black women you know everybody the majority of people were black so when you look at it you go you can't afford to to make this audience mad guess what we will stop purchasing and when 90 something percent of your fan base is us and you make us mad you know particularly black women and not just funny men don't support like women i'm not trying to be funny but they don't support shit financially in certain situations as much as women do women are taught and kind of uh ingrained in us to give and to nurture and support and separate from our dollars men not going to do that too quick unless it's something they really really love and so it's one of those things where it's like you she shot herself in the foot and then she looking crazy and the, the thing about her is that people have told her hey dog don't do this bullshit so it's not like she went out there un un, un- yeah un unwarned yeah and i'm sure people told kanye too you know of course uh black women not getting promoted thing is angering but not too surprising either my lady told me she didn't know if she should ask for a promotion again this year as her as her yearly review 
at her yearly review because it still hasn't happened after asking for so long i told her get your coins keep asking because one day you will either get it or you will have been able to start your own business and not have to worry about asking another person for a thing on the Fortnite dance payments two milli ain't the first or only person that has brought this issue up block boy jb was asked about his shoot dance before uh being sold on there and not getting paid and the youtuber named marlon webb has been asking about his dance being in the game for more than a year without crediting him for it and calling it the best mates emote i play Fortnite, but i will never pay for any of the dances i also know how you don't uh also knowing how they don't credit anyone especially black creators for uh what they sold for from them lets me know i made the right choice as to not buy stolen goods as someone has said before they love our culture but they will be damned if they pay a dime to profit from it now let me go grab my binoculars and fire my instagram for some butt browsing with a snack of hot apple pies phil have a good one phil thank you for writing in thank you classic r&b lover says hi ryan and karen pharrell's comments do not surprise me i don't know if you remember but pharrell is the man who proudly identified himself as new black oh, i remember that uh you know the kind of black who works to achieve and doesn't look for support from or from or or, or to blame white people for the ills of this world so kanye and his ish is right up pharrell's alley yeah i do remember that new black shit i can't even remember how i felt about it at the time like sometimes i feel like celebrities say shit about race and it's not like twitter certified credentialed through the prism of like scholarship and all this shit and they may not mean much harm by it it says a lot about how they feel and what they think about race but you know i don't i don't remember being too mad about him saying that i just remember being like yeah that he's on that other shit you know what i mean um but i don't know this this kanye shit feels different to me it feels like a lot of the way that people are being nice about kanye is specifically because it's kanye correct because he said stuff like i don't agree with him and of course that and i'm like well if you don't agree with him it's kind of hard to then turn around and and defend anything he's doing you know but but yeah you're right I, i think a lot of these niggas get rich and think differently about race and shit uh monica says i'm definitely one of the many black women feeling underappreciated at the workplace i become such a leader on my team that a couple months ago i was moved up to my supervisor's old desk when she moved to a private office i'm literally in the supervisor's seat and it's left to me to oversee and facilitate much of the work each day there has been no change in my title and no pay increase come on i will be speaking up for myself and asking for the compensation and title i deserve i feel awkward about it but this is just how it is love y'all you help me keep me sane monica right and and stuff like that make you mad too particularly when they don't want to give you the the pay but they want to give you all the work they want to give you all the responsibilities but they don't want to give you the title or the pay grade increase or any of that shit and also it's one of those things too particularly uh when it comes to black women and you uh demand a, a raise or even let's let's say you go get another job uh i i don't know but since we don't get raises i guarantee you if you and i've seen this happen to somebody before they um got another job came back to to the company was like hey you know i'm going here they're paying this much you know would y'all be willing to match it if y'all would i'll stay and they was like we won't she was like i'm gone yeah you know what i'm saying like shit like that like you know it's like okay now if i was a white dude would you you and and, and accomplishing and half-assing or whatever the case may be you probably would have tried to keep me or at least raise my pace somewhat uh 
and the poll was it's for real right that we owe it to kanye to support him yes nah that nigga just talking yes zero percent nah 40 percent say nah and six percent say that nigga just talking joe says tell it to your giant ass hat for real <laughs> oh yeah what happened to pharrell and them giant ass hats it disappeared didn't it right i don't even remember what happened with that shit um then we, we had episode 1792 where we had uh janelle james on um and it's it's so funny when we have janelle on because i enjoy her the guests enjoy her we get all these comments on social media no comments on the actual website page like just yeah online was lit i guess everybody just enjoyed it and wanted to talk to us on facebook and twitter about it and then was like all right so that's it nothing to say here uh i'll never understand i but, felt but like they that do a, they do love you though baby honey they was posting everywhere i felt like that was a very fun episode we talked about so many silly funny things and ideas and then we get to saturday and and this it's happened a few times like that like sometimes we have certain guests and i'm like oh everybody's gonna want to get in on this discussion and saturday it's like nope nope we have nothing to add you guys are great we tweeted at you tuesday all right let's get into uh the poll though should the white house correspondents dinner have a comedian this year yes or no 87 percent of y'all karen what do you think yes seven percent of the audience agrees with you 13 percent says no i'd love to hear from more than those uh uncle bob says ever since michelle will fry huckabee sanders at the correspondence dinner last year she hasn't worn that smoky eye in public since those jokes hit home how some jokes remove a portion of your makeup rotation snowflakes right joe says this dinner has long outlived its usefulness it needs to go back to being a boring event where white folks in the media and white folks in the government commiserate over boiled chicken and limp green beans and give speeches about the first amendment the only reason they go to the with the comic is because it's the only part of the public it's the only part of the public is interested in obama was the only president who was ever funny there even the journalists don't like being roasted by the comics so they should stop going through it just so they can have some content for that weekend roast culture is not for the week you know what joe i feel you i was hoping somebody would say why they said no and uh that's actually a really good point yeah because they're they not made for that life it truth be told not that funny just don't do the shit like if you're not gonna bring a comedian why the fuck are y'all gathering together like yeah like you're gonna wuss out anyway and you're right i do every year they act offended and every year like the channels whenever someone gets roasted it's like cnn gets mad msnbc gets mad why and is this appropriate it's like well just leave stay respect comedy or leave it alone right right it's one of those things that people want to dabble with comedy but they don't want to deal with the truth that comes from comedy because majority of jokes and all jokes have an ounce of truth in it and some are just 100 percent truthful but it's truth in the jokes and people don't want to hear and nobody ever wants to be the punchline of jokes but everybody wants to tell jokes but they don't want to actually deal with the roasting that comes from like jokes and joke battles a like you say why the fuck would you have a comedian because that's what the fuck you pay the comedian to do so either make it boring or either just don't have it at all yeah it's not just and it's not just trump i'm glad joe brought that up because i do now i'm thinking more clearly like yeah they do get mad and then the media doesn't know how to handle it because i remember them vilifying michelle wolf for her jokes and then making it seem like she was like going in on sarah huckabee sanders in some unfair way and yeah and this woman is essentially the mouthpiece for evil right like why is she getting all this sympathy from y'all 
and she's gonna turn around to kick y'all out of press events and talk shit about y'all and y'all are sitting up here trying to protect her image like it never made sense so yeah you're right don't do it uh we had some comments on 1793 welcome to the cookout ellen pompeo dia says i can't stand sarah palin what i especially hate about that moose bitch is that we share the same birthday moose bitch <laughs> i know that's new moose bitch get out the way i guess it's moose is up up there where she at uh eve says uh rod you know what at first i couldn't get behind the idea of you inviting all these colonizers to our cookout but the more i think about it i've been to too many black events that say it's gonna start at a certain time only for the food to not even be cooked till a few hours after the original time yeah i was looking at justin face on on uh his uh facebook page and he was like thanksgiving selfie and he was always smiling and he was looking very nobody was sitting with him and he was looking very upset and i said let me guess they told you the food was gonna be ready at two and it's already four and he said no comment because we know what it was that's why we need to invite more white people to our events um so yes we need to we need those plates and chairs and i'm not opposed to the white people bringing a dish as long as they it's store-bought or a cheese and a fruit fruit tray come on i can get behind that so come on ellen tay tay and bernie and y'all know what y'all know it'd be pretty it'll go y'all gonna have, fuck around and have linen cloths and and centerpieces and bullshit come on we're gonna have vases it's gonna be fancy with them because they they have hours to set up before we start eating yeah i just want them to bring like some popeyes i'm cool like mm-hmm. table runners we're gonna be doing all the martha stewart shit bring bring paper plates and popeyes uh come to this cookout at least we'll have something to snack on while we wait for them ribs exactly the wings get us to the ribs that's what i'm saying um <laughs> the poll was uh ellen pompeo welcome to the cookout nope she's trash or she's not trash but rod you gotta stop inviting people to the cookout 38 percent said welcome to the cookout yes that's what i'm talking about yeah, come she, on through yeah i i approve this one i'm fine with her yeah i read a piece on the route but that was like anti her but the, the piece was no offense to the to the person who wrote it but it was just very personal it was like she didn't apologize to me so y'all can't be uh, don't be fooled it's no way she could be a hundred percent on the up and up if she didn't apologize to me for tweets from two years ago and i'm like i said no offense but yeah i i'm that that's too bad but i think people are not like necessarily uh responsible to go back and do that kind of shit because twitter's not that important to everybody like you mixed in with the hundreds of thousands of responses this woman was probably getting because that's a thing when it comes to shit like that everybody sees the person response but nobody ever actually go look look at the replies if people actually paid attention to replies you would actually see why people are responding the way they are yeah and like i said most importantly twitter is not that important to everybody mm-hmm. i think it's hard for people that are on twitter a lot and i'm on twitter a lot right it's hard for people who are on twitter a lot to imagine it not being that important to somebody right because the second you talk to somebody outside of that realm and you start using at names then people gonna be like what the fuck who is this why, why is this person person important right like it only becomes important when it makes like some serious news headlines for some mm-hmm. of these people but in general like a lot of them just be like y'all can shit on me all day that's not gonna change who i am like i have to walk in the spirit of who i am on and offline and you know a bunch of people being mad at me can't be the be all end all and if you really real it won't be you know so you know maybe people don't always have the perfect words to express how they feel and maybe they express things that aren't the best sometimes like this 
uh there's this thing with gina rodriguez that started up uh yesterday or the day before and she's apparently being quote unquote problematic and whatever and i went and like started researching it and was like i don't find this to be as bad as people are making it out to be like at some point it's just about piling on and jumping on this person and doing this but some of the shit she was saying i was like that's not that's either not that bad or i can see the perspective that she has where a lot of black people share too where it's not as bad as people are making it out to be and i think when you approach things from that angle of being like well maybe it's as bad as y'all say maybe not let me look into it it's like people feel to put this pressure on you to be like and you need to jump to the same conclusion i'm at or else you're trash you know Mm -hmm. and it's like uh i think that's kind of what happened with the ellen pompeo thing too where it's like i think her statements were kind of um not i think first of all statements were well intended and i thought they were weren't that bad two uh actually thought the first ones was good Uh, the only thing i thought was bad was the stuff at the end where she kind of said like you know i'm experiencing this shit from both sides of people coming at me and people and i was like but at the same time if i was in her mentions i guarantee she did it's easy for us to say she didn't because we're not we're not concerned with how what what, pe- what is being said to her right we're concerned with trying to make her understand our point but if you look at the the things that people are saying to her it like some of that shit was ridiculous and it's it's fucked up that people never take that into account so anyway yeah nobody cares unless it's them like li- literally nobody cares unless your timeline is getting blown up people right. are adding you nobody's a friend or something right then all of a sudden you become concerned you know because it's it's all fun and games and it's jokes as long as somebody else is getting torn down or somebody else you don't like or you just don't care about or you just don't know who they are it's, it's cool then right um anyway uh joe says how exactly did rod get so many cookout vouchers it's basically a covered dish supper at this point that may not be cultural but i only ever heard that term stated by green bean casserole crew i don't know i think all black people have unlimited cookout invites mm-hmm. that's what i heard and unlimited foil you know we're gonna have tons of aluminum foil cause white folks gonna bring the aluminum foil in case y'all don't know white folks bring the aluminum foil we can never have enough aluminum foil uh and then we had the last episode of the week which is always our walking dead uh recap only one more of these in the year right uh eve says i enjoyed this episode but i it wasn't exciting as the previous episode although i'm still enjoying this new showrunner because the show doesn't drag like it did last season i got to think about rick and his black son i think negan ultimate revenge is to get out of prison seduce michonne and raise rick's son as he is essentially taking <laughs> taking rick's family <laughs> that would be hilarious although i don't think michonne would go for that but who knows mm-hmm. on the cold nights a sister might get lonely yeah everybody keeps saying negan but i'm like it's a lot of men's walking around the z-pock unattached i mean i don't know i feel like she should have her um pick of the litter you know so um, i don't think it's gonna be negan hmm. i don't I yeah i don't think it's gonna be negan either i feel like negan's such a like that's such a size and it doesn't make sense but right it would make sense you know i know and and that would be like the second time rick's like kind of enemy becomes the surrogate father to his kids like that would make him such a cuck i can't i can't imagine it uh and sadiq just just sitting out there looking like a snack attached to people i don't understand um and then we had the poll with no comments are aaron and jesus an item 
yes or nah i don't see it what do you think yes 94 percent of our audience agrees with you that yes they are an item which means six percent of our audience says they don't see it they think they just hanging out and we're reading a little too much into it we out here training in the woods escaping away from everybody y'all ain't karate chopping the whole time (laughs) (laughs) all right we had uh we had one uh voicemail um this week uh left at our phone number 704-557-0186 you can leave a voicemail we'll play it on the show and today is no exception um and we'll just wait on skype to play hello rod and karen it's allegra i just started listening to your episode 1791 where you're talking about um the uh the gay agenda <laughs> um that's fought against in your um state of uh, north carolina not just in your state but i'm talk i'm responding to your um lgbtq the mm. first story um so the only reason why i'm not my top is not flipping off and i'm losing my shit it's because I love your voices, Rod, when you do, like, Southern um, folk or <laughs> folk who have some sort of, like, anti-people who just fucking exist um, thing. <laughs> um, and that's the only reason why I'm not losing my goddamn shit, because I'm so sick of these people saying that this is a fucking choice. I am a cisgender heterosexual woman but I am not blind to the plight and the the um, struggle that people in the LGBTQ community suffer and I can't believe that these idiots are constantly talking about how this is a fucking choice it's so annoying it's so annoying like people choose to be goddamn beat all the time like people choose to have to defend just loving who they want to love being who they want to be you know living the life that 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 is meant for them it's so annoying i'm so angry so i'm just spewing out my anger on your voice now (laughs) and i hope that um this isn't too incoherent or like ranty but i'm just fucking sick of it all right but i love your guys i love you guys she got cut off but you you know we i know she was wrapping up thank you allegra it's funny allegra even sounds pleasant when she's mad where she's like i am fuming i am very upset right now i don't understand these bigots they could get all the words right (laughs) she still sounds like very nice um and yeah and i'll even take it a step further because um one of the things i used to kind of say was i mean because i do believe that for the vast majority of people sexual orientation is not a choice uh gender orientation i I don't think these are things that people are just like necessarily um choosing i think in the way that me being straight feels hardwired into my like body and dna and brain i'm sure that uh other like spectrum people on the spectrum feel certain ways and like this is just me but i'll take it even further and go even if it was a choice even if a hundred percent of people who are gay make the choice to be gay even if every religious bigot who is like these people are choosing to be gay and they can choose to be straight and they should 
you know they should just make the right choice quote unquote even if they were 100 percent right and everyone's making a choice it's a free country they're consenting adults right and they should be able to make that choice and people should be supportive of it you know like people choose to own guns right like we have a country that legally backs up the fact that someone can choose their own guns and we know guns are a danger to people in the society people are literally killing people with their guns no one talks about the gun agenda you know in in a series in the gun any, propaganda which is fucking real right these are real things that happen that lead to loss of life we are under the threat of people ha- having guns and just going to a mall and shooting shit up and yet people will look at you sideways if you say yeah these um these these the the, this culture of uh people being gay is not a threat and we should support it like we you should we should just support the idea of whatever people want to do but yeah i don't think people necessarily opt into some of these um marginalized struggles that people have to go through but even if they did we i just want i just think we should be more supportive of it and yeah even with lgbtq news fucking with black people all this stuff it's really depressing news when you think about it but mm-hmm. i like to make it fun and have fun with it and still because we still gotta live we still gotta breathe we still want to smile we still have hope for each other in the future and we're still gonna you know find the joy in where we are and what we're doing at least that's what i'm gonna try to do with with what with my life so you know if i can add a little southern twang to these bigoted ass people who all do talk like that um <laughs> then i'm gonna do it but thank you for writing it i'm calling in thank you uh also before we do these emails we only got a couple and this is a this is gonna be a really short feedback show uh before we do this i did want to say now is the time guys email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com uh email us your mailing addresses and we have the black guy who tips christmas cards yep we're doing it again this year we're going to send them out we've already got some email addresses yeah so i mean the, some mailing addresses yeah so mailing address so the black guy who tips at gmail.com we will send these until they run out basically just new 2018 christmas cards um and we hope you guys uh you know enjoy them uh it's a little perk it's a lot of work for me but uh we do enjoy doing this for folks and we will accept holiday gift cards as well our mailing address you can find it the black guy who tips dot com slash about that page has our mailing address on it if i remember which i probably won't but if i remember i will try to put our mailing address in the show notes for this specific episode in case you're like i want to mail them a christmas card or something like that you can just get it from there yeah and i like the christmas cards and the gifts and stuff that you guys um uh send us and for those of you that's wondering uh we've had it for a few years but we do have an amazon wish list oh yeah Uh, that's true yeah so for those of you that's like i want to kind of get rod and carrying something uh you can go to that and it's a list that not expensive stuff just a list of, of things that uh little things we uh kind of say hey what about this what about this and those actually come directly to us yeah so thank you for everybody takes the time out to do mm-hmm. all that stuff and uh you know you don't have to there's no, no obligation you don't, don't have to at all we're not sitting around like checking the mailbox like i can't believe i didn't mm-hmm. get this dvd like it's totally fine it, right it is okay some people want to do it and that's cool we appreciate y'all to take the time out and want to yeah. do it we love that as much as we love them free five stars right you can also get us five stars for christmas we will take it come Absolutely. on give us five of you already put five give us ten right put five on it oh uh, all right let's go to these emails just because i cackled miss martikins writes in 
i was listening to the shows from yesterday sunday november 18th feedback on saturday and i was cackling and just wanted to throw some love your way because you do a lot for your community and because someone was talking about a new name for diamond and silk i would like to humbly suggest rhinestone not to be mistaken with rhinestone uh so rhinestone and rayon uh if i can remember it i mean i just kind of call them the first thing that pops in my head the same to be honest but i will try to remember advertising feedback this is from a mill who says hey rod and karen i just wanted to write in and tell people about three podcasts that i've been paying for for about three years so uh, three or so years now one the pre-game balls esports and ner- the nerd off if people are not on this shit by now i feel it is my duty to let them know that they are missing out thank you for allowing me to use your platform to pr- plug three completely unrelated wink wink nudge nudge shows on a serious <laughs> note for the listeners of the main show i don't think Ryan and karen say enough about how good their premium content is if you asked me years ago if i would pay for a subscription to hear people talk for a couple of hours on my phone machine i would say that you were crazy i would also ask how do you expect me to listen to anything on this motorola razor <laughs> <laughs> come on razor that shows how good these shows are and are worth every penny i'm now going to go back to my episode of nerd off with Ryan, karen bacon and aaron emil thanks man thank you yeah uh i mean i guess yeah let me toot our own horn for a second (laughs) but um for those that don't know like i mean our premium stuff is just as good a quality as our regular show if not better um we dedicate a lot of time to it um and there's certain topics that we've kind of moved off of the main show and onto that those other shows and each show is unique and has its own flavor um live smacking good which we will be putting out an episode soon is the Mm -hmm. food show me and karen have kind of worked on it to come up with another with a format for it so that we can like keep it fresh and fun and and we do have so many food adventures we've gone on since Mm -hmm. the last episode that we want to talk about um so we will definitely get another one of those in the can we have spoiled movie reviews which you like i said you can hear the free version on 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 uh, itunes and stuff now so there's no excuse not to at least hear what it sounds like but it's very just it's mostly just movie recaps and we talk about trailers we saw we we get comments from our audience who leave people leave comments on each episode we respond to those um and and that's you know that's very fun and and it's kind of different because we are just spoiling the movies right away and just talking about what we liked and what we didn't like and i think it's kind of a unique format for most movie reviews because most movie review shows do the thing where like they either try to talk around spoilers which i hate because normally you end up spoiling it anyway right or you do the thing where there's a section for people that aren't spoiled and a section for people that are and as a listener podcast i always find that annoying like i'm listening for 20 minutes and then you're like now let's talk spoilers i'm like just fucking let's just spoil it like who are the people that are just listening to that first 20 minutes i need to hear the whole enchilada <laughs> right if i if i cared that much i wouldn't be listening to a podcast titled review of this movie right um then we also have pregame and balls d sports which is really kind of like the same show except pregame is me and justin typically every once in a while we'll have a guest but very rarely but me and justin will talk about you know our weeks things that are going on whether it's social media our personal lives um we'll talk about uh movies we'll talk about tv shows and stuff we find entertainment love and hip-hop um uh lately ayanla greenleaf greenleaf yeah he he talks about greenleaf um but it's kind of a looser just kind of like catching up show for the week it's very fun um and then we do balls deep sports which is our sports show but it's 
i can't emphasize enough it's not the typical sports show not even not typical there is not and i feel confident saying this there is not another show that talks about sports in the way that balls d sports talks about sports agreed i don't think i've listened to a lot of people's shit uh i will put our shit up against everybody you know just like that and that's behind a paywall obviously but our shit is fun in a way that it, it it makes sports silly in a way that everyone can join in you don't need to know all your stats you don't need to know who's on necessarily what teams and all that shit it's just a conversation about the gossipy stuff in sports about the funny storylines and about the storylines that get dropped and it's not always fun like we've had some very serious episodes about you know derrick rose and reading the deposition of Mm -hmm. his uh sexual assault trial we've had serious episodes about um you know the culture of coaches like putting their hands on kids or talking to them like and you never know where it's gonna take you but we've also talked about like you know people's issues with their baby mamas Mm -hmm. and people uh getting divorced and who's securing what bags and tristan thompson trying to secure that kardashian money and all kinds of stuff and we keep it light and fun sometimes most of the time but you know it's a it's a unique show and i know nobody else is talking like that um and then um what was the other one uh there was one more the nerd off and we talk about every couple of weeks we get together you guys know chris from movie trailer reviews aaron from the black astronauts podcast we've had other guests as well this last week eric uh yesterday chris couldn't make it uh but bacon from the ad space or add space depending on who you are uh from the uh unreasonable fridays network was the guest on the show and uh we talk about a bunch of just nerd news and stuff that you guys see everywhere it's things we used to kind of talk about on a regular show but now we've just kind of cordoned them off and put them on to something where we can just talk in those formats about those specific topics and i know that those opinions that that you're hearing on there they're not everybody's opinion they're we i wait to talk about these things a lot of times i don't talk about them on social media because i don't want to just give it away you know and so um those are just some of the shows behind the paywall and i think people will enjoy them if they uh if they take a time to check it out so i know it sounds like a long ad but i mean our shit is dope so you should check it out yeah and it's hours and hours upon hours it's over a thousand shows or close to a thousand shows behind the paywall and it's not even talking about the mid-season reviews and some of the other shows that we have behind the paywall right and then um the other thing i was gonna say too is tomorrow so tomorrow we're going to buffalo wild wings we won't be able to do a show show but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put out a medium talk oh that's the other show i forgot behind the paywall mm-hmm. another show that that we do i put one out recently with um Quan mills but it's an interview show called medium talk where i interview people that just want people i find interesting or whatever and we talk about different things and um medium talk i've interviewed uh yalitza who is the same woman who does healthy roots dolls so i've already interviewed her once what i'm gonna do is uh put that out tomorrow um and you know obviously put the ad copy in there and stuff so people can 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 check it out but we're gonna put that show out tomorrow and you can hear the interviews and what they sound like you can also you know i hopefully go get you a healthy roots doll for that and they're big dolls young person in your life that wants to get a you know a a doll that that gives some positive affirmation for their hair and their you know and 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 their um and their body image and stuff yeah sometimes older people who never had a doll like that before yeah also like 
um is also think white people should buy those dolls like not just on some like because i want to be super woke but like why the fuck can a white kid have a black doll like i never understood that like i get representation matters as well but we've been playing with white people's dolls and shit our whole fucking lives and you know what i mean like like uh i don't understand why it doesn't work the other way around too where it's like i can't get my daughter a black dog why the fuck can't you like is, is what's offensive about that yeah we, you know it's like black it's like when white kids dress up as black panther for um for uh halloween there's nothing offensive about that they so so what it's offensive a white kid got a black hero the fuck you know <laughs> just as long as you don't put on no black face we good you know so anyway i hope that um i hope that people do that you know and then watch the motherfuckers and make sure they're not in there playing slavery you know yeah. we'll find out what kind of parents you really are you know if, you, if your kid get a black doll the first thing they start doing is playing gi slaves and shit then you know you done yeah, fucked we up we need to talk right but um yeah man so i hope that um you know i hope they do buy them because we we look people always make it seem like representation matters only to the marginalized group that's not true representation also matters to a bunch of people that are in the uh the the group with the most power and shit because if they don't see it they also don't believe it right you know one of the reasons that uh boardrooms and offices don't reflect you know black excellence and shit all the time and and inclusiveness is also because white people grow up in this world where they don't see a lot of black and brown people and marginalized people in 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 power in positions of power so they don't think it's possible either so they're like why the fuck would i promote a black dude or a black woman or a gay person or whatever like why would i promote this person i've 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 never seen that not on tv not in a a video game not in a movie not like all i (laughs) like all i've seen is black people are blank you know uh ex people are blank and so i think it does matter you know so i hope people don't just make it seem like well she made this black doll and nobody only black people should own it i I mean i i'm cool with black people being the only ones who buy it but like i don't understand i hope white people aren't looking at it like can't get that like why the fuck can't you yeah we read an article don't say this year year before last where a white mother said that her uh little girl got a black baby doll and the cat she was like questioning her and yes. the baby and all that shit like that shit is real who gives they fuck like who is it uh dr mcstuffins the, the little black little girl it's a lot of white girls that love that little black girl right and like have on t-shirts and you know when they do their tours and shit like that they love that little girl and they pick up that shit about the like someone in the chat said um the uh they bought their daughter who's latinx uh um uh a doll a black doll and her first thing was like oh oh my god she's beautiful and i'm like yes we we you pick up the somebody is not attractive you pick up the this i'm not supposed to do with it this is taboo you pick that up from older people from your parents and shit if if nobody in your life is feeding you that you just think it's a different way to be beautiful that's it you know so um anyway um oh and also because we're not doing the show i guess i'll talk about this gina rodriguez thing now because i don't feel like waiting two days okay um so i don't know if you saw this gina rodriguez shit um she apparently is uh problematic because uh a lot of people find her to be anti-black i don't know her whole history so let me just start with that i have looked up some things in the past uh like 48 hours or whatever since i've seen this shit on twitter um and i do think um 
you can view it in a problematic light i don't necessarily know that it is problematic but let's go ahead and and uh play a impromptu game since we got plenty of time we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe and we assign different point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody i really just gina rodriguez all right uh gina rodriguez says black actresses get paid more than asian and latina stars and social media users light her up actress gina rodriguez is in hot water with social media users again uh after she made a declaration about equal pay among women actresses of varying races during the round table the same one we saw with ellen pompeo gabrielle union emma roberts uh she explained her fears with discussing the hollywood pay gap i get so petrified in this space talking about equal pay especially when you look at the intersectional aspect of it right where white women get paid more than black women black women get paid more than asian women asian women get paid more than latina women and it's like a very scary space to step into because i always feel like i fail when i speak about it because i can't help but feel already so gracious to do what i do and i feel like culturally i feel like i was raised to just feel so appreciative of getting here the remark left a bad taste in the marks mouths of many online who wasted no time voicing the issues so first of all karen what did you think about her remarks right there I don't have a problem with it. And the biggest reason why I don't have a problem with it, they I think we've even read studies that come out and say for every dollar white woman have, like they actually broke it down and they say, you know, white women earn this, uh, uh, indigenous Americans earn this. So, so as you kind of go down the the, 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 the the oppression scale per se, people do get paid less. And, and that's a fact. And I think that truth be told, a lot of people get into oppression olympics versus actually hearing what the person has to say and in my opinion i know that black people are sensitive anytime black people are called out for their privilege because you could be black and in a black in a group and still have privilege a lot of people think just because i'm black i'm the most oppressed person there is in the room and that's not always true (laughs) you know you have to kind of look outside of yourself and instead of you being understanding and instead of you looking outside of yourself a lot of black people would turn into white people and start attacking and start accusing and won't listen and really not there for a conversation it's almost like that how dare you type of attitude and that's what a lot of that backlash at her was was how dare you say that black people aren't marginalized how dare you say these other women aren't marginalized and aren't getting paid enough and that's not what she was saying at all but that's how the wokes and a lot of people took it because it was like oh lord you said black folks and black people get in their feelings which i completely understand but she's marginalized too you know and so it's one of those things where because particularly on social media is the who's more press game versus we all trying to get into this together we all trying to make money together we all trying to do this together and a lot of times uh black people have black people go through a lot but a lot of times black people are very 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 loud compared to some of these other marginalized groups and it's not that these groups aren't loud they're heard less than we are and we ain't really that heard and that's a privilege and black people don't want to talk about that 
you know uh when it comes to certain things because as we make strides as a marginalized group these other people make strides too but black people get so wrapped up in blackness and being black only and black 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 they fail to realize there are other groups that are also benefiting from us going forward the same way that black women look at white women like hey why don't y'all look back other groups look at us going hey why don't y'all look back y'all striding too look back at these other groups who 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 are benefiting from you pushing forward but i realized that to be told not everybody but it's a lot of black people period they just wanted to get treated like white folks then they don't look at it beyond that point they don't really look at their fellow brothers and sisters that are in these other marginalized groups they act like these people don't matter because they're not black and they quote unquote don't directly impact them but it does it directly impacts you because what what about the black latinx they're black too you know like like people get caught up in in, in their agendas and, and the things they want to do that they they dismiss people and actually don't want to hear what they got to say yeah several things that interest me and the things you said and the things that she said um but one of the things i found was a lot of the response was that they said she was the one erasing afro latinx people with her comments but i didn't feel that way mm you know i I felt like she was saying that if you look at the latinx like pay scale which i think she got from not a specific hollywood pay scale like it's not it wasn't a movie star pay scale which obviously we're talking in all of these racial categories we're still talking about women who are probably in the highest one percent of pay earners when it comes to the industry they're in and what they do so we're not talking about impoverished people for the most part not that every actress is making a lot of money there's a ton of people in hollywood who are just barely getting by but the women on that stage are all very successful people who are making a lot of money and they're talking for their various marginalized groups in a way that is representative more than just them right Mm -hmm. so that was one part of it that i thought people said she was erasing folks and i I don't find that what she said was erasure i found like well if you add them in to the to the whole latinx demographic that also would be a factor in them making less money than just this quote-unquote african-american people um so that's one thing the other thing i thought that was interesting is that people were bringing up uh well she just has a history of saying problematic things and i went okay what did she say because you know i i hate going into some shit half cocked and not knowing what the fuck they be talking about and you find out you defending the goddamn devil and shit but one of the things that they people presented as evidence of her anti-blackness was this interview where um they were getting uh it was her and yara shahidi you you know yara from uh blackish mm-hmm. and they were being interviewed for smallfoot and the blogger uh blogzilla he was interviewing them and he said to yara you are just goals for so many black, young black women uh and then rodriguez interjected so many women women and he said yeah for women too but for black women we need people on a whole nother level how does that feel for you to be so young and just like be like a role model for so many people and shahiri shahidi uh answered by saying she appreciates the support for her being herself it's amazing because i get to be a part of such an amazing and thoughtful and brilliant community she has it's so easy to be constantly motivated and inspired uh but a lot of people took issue with rodriguez on twitter and this is the same thing to me as the other comment it kind of feels like black people we do this thing where we want it sometimes and we don't want it sometimes um 
uh that morning the same morning that gina rodriguez made her latest comments i saw a tweet that was going pretty viral that was about um alex wagner correcting someone who said that uh james baldwin was one of our most brilliant african-american minds uh or writers in history like and then and then alex wagner corrected him and said american writers or something like that and people were applauding it like yes that's what i'm talking about you just trying to marginalize him to just black people and he's one of the best just of all americans or whatever to which i'm like well why not all the world why not all the galaxy if we really got to be like that but um but one of the things that i found interesting is in that case people were kind of coming at it from the opposite thing it's like this blackness is limiting because you're saying he's only this type of genre of a person to which i don't know james baldwin may have found some level of um solace in the idea of being defined by his blackness or maybe he would have felt trapped i don't know he's not alive for us to ask anymore but i don't know that he would have rejected it or seen it necessarily as a compliment and vice versa with yara shahidi i don't know that she saw it as an insult or die i love to hear her words or if it is insulting for someone to say you're a role model to just women period like it's not just like people should look at yara shahidi and see excellence no matter what their race is it shouldn't just be only black women can be inspired by this person but at the same time there's nothing wrong with just black women being inspired by that person so is my point is 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 more complicated than i think people are willing to give credit for right and it sounds like one of those things where if you don't like gina rodriguez you're kind of already leaning towards like fuck whatever way she would have said it or not said it it was gonna be like fuck her you know because i don't think she had the intent of trying to like like say that being black is bad for yara shahidi but some people are going to take it that way no matter what you know um so yeah i thought that was interesting and i think you know you have to bring that up i think also i saw a video of her talking about uh it's like a two-minute video about how important school is or something and education and she was talking about how she was from chicago and she was from a mostly hispanic community and it was probably one of the worst schools in chicago and but education is the thing that saved her and it helped you know she knew that going out into the world she was up against her gender she was up against her race and i saw someone try to take that and be like oh see she said she was up against her race and i'm like you know how she meant it get the fuck out of here like some of this is kind of like people willfully being like obtuse because we as black people know we're up against it when we walk out the house it's not always a fucking asset and it's not our fault that it's not an asset but it is something that in many cases is a thing a hurdle that doesn't need to be a hurdle and that's not our fault and recognizing it doesn't make you a bad person to be like yeah every day when i walk into my fucking office i have to overcome being black i have to overcome being a woman because these motherfuckers are racist and sexist it's not that's not necessarily meaning that you bought into thinking you're inferior but the other thing she said was education was the way that she was able to like um you know like uh to overcome the can't and want she was like a lot of kids buying the can't and want and i was like okay that sounds like the bootstrap republican shit you know the you know so i think that complicates the issue another thing that complicates the issue i don't know if people would consider her white passing or not i'm not 100 percent versed on that shit but i think skin color definitely plays a big issue 
in this shit because white latinx people still kind of bend in and blend in to a lot of white supremacy thinking like they just do you know so this is not like i think people uh when i was talking about twitter people were already jumping to the conclusion that i was gonna like defend her or something and i'm like this is bigger than her this is not really about her at this point but uh a lot of white latinx people kind of have these views of like well if you just work hard and uh you know it's and and really it's like we're all in this together but it's like mm, i feel like if we look at those pay gap numbers you're gonna find that the latinx actors who are more white passing or accepted by white people will be the ones who are making more money than your average black actor or actress that being said if we got to keep it 100 and be fair a lot of black actors who are more whitish white passing light skin are also making more money than the average so that's not necessarily a latinx thing or a black thing that's just more of a white people whiten thing you know um so there's all these moving variables and parts to this discussion that i felt like twitter is just a bad place to try to have it you know and especially once the wave starts of you got to shit on this woman because we shitting on her it just it makes it not really a, a place you can conduce it to conversation um the other thing so now let's talk about the hypocrisy coming from the other side because I, I i think i don't know this woman enough to, to be like to pass a verdict but if i have to speculate she just feels to me like your typical white passing latina type of person that has some some issues within herself about how like she said i she feels so grateful to be there and probably you know feels that she deserves and has been talented and made the right choices that other people didn't make and did they tell her she had to make yeah and she carries that with her and there's some respectability in her shit you know and i think because she's a woman of color there's going to be some some part some subjects that she speaks on that you know other women of color speak on it's going to be different results because of how she's been received um and because of what she believes about herself um but let's go back to the hypocrisy so i saw people doing some things that i thought were kind of fucked up towards her that i don't know if they didn't think about these things or if they thought about them and just didn't realize how they sounded because you brought up something earlier when you said that people kind of sound like they just want to be the white people of this um white women what two years ago when black women black actresses were really being vocal about the pay inequality there were a lot of white women going well isn't white man the real enemy why are you why are you mad at me sis look i make 70 86 cent on the dollar of this dude you make 75 cent on the dollar of this white dude i'm not your enemy so stop bothering me and everybody talks about that but they don't like to look at that number further down the scale because the black woman is not the end of it Mm-mm. so there's people that make less than black women that are also women and we like to use these arguments that are very specific when they're for black women but not for everybody else so if we're looking at the argument the argument has been in what i've seen anyway online is a lot of well we have to start with the people that's doing the getting the least and work our way up we can't do trickle down except in this case when someone brings up well latinx women are making even less then it's like trickle down nope don't stop what you looking at me for 
well look at these white women look at these white men that's the real problem well that's what everybody's saying you know like it's not necessarily that black people are the enemy and i don't find anything she said to be like and black people are doing this to us Mm -mm. i found what she said to be accurate to what i've seen now like i said these stats don't really come from hollywood Mm -mm. so we don't know that the hollywood reflects the earnings exactly the same as it reflects um in the regular market of who makes how much money right but nobody cared about that shit when it was black women saying it come on we use the same 76 cent on the dollar 85 cent on the dollar we use the same thing what i think a lot of black women online were definitely feeling was like well we have brought up your issues in the past so there should be some level of deference to us and you're a white passing latina so you don't really get a chance you, you don't get to make make this point but i don't know if the point is the point if the numbers are the numbers i don't understand why it matters who says it it's not like she says it and then goes and black women need to give up their money so we can get paid or whatever they're like we all need to be allies to this um i also thought the whole part about her saying she feels like she fails at making these points very valid we definitely live in a society right now where if you don't make the argument a hundred percent on point every time people are willing to just completely go in as if you're like the devil right and, and it's getting out of control and dismiss everything you say eat it a tear it apart and so that's why for a lot of people um on certain shit they just don't talk about it on social media they do uh publications that write their words out and shit like that so that you're forced to fucking read it uh outside of twitter and facebook and all these other publications which is not designed for nuance it's not designed for debate right it's not designed to have an intelligent conversation it's not really designed for a a a truly uh back and forth thing it's like it's for some people everything automatically comes from a negative space i think for some people right anytime anybody says something outside of that person themselves it ain't shit and they got to let you know you ain't shit they got to let you know your comments ain't shit they will read it comb it purposely take it out of context take you out of context right you know purposely say that everything that you ever did ain't shit and you ain't shit and you know so and and then you know people wonder why people don't talk about shit and don't touch certain topics and this is why uh but the thing is and i will continue to say this when people do the things that these wokes request you're still angry right. well then to an extent what the fuck do you want like, like I if do she would understand if she would have got up there and said and basically lied and said listen obviously black women have it the hardest in hollywood nobody else is suffering or struggling like them it doesn't matter that the numbers uh that they that people used just two years ago about pay inequality show different we are is 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 y'all are the, y'all have it the hardest people would have been clapping and being like yes but it but it, or at least a lot of the people that were in her mentions would have been clapping and saying yes but it would have been a lie like i don't require that you lie to me in order for you to make your point we don't have to you know i now i can't i can't deem her like what her necessarily her intention is all the way through like i don't know her like that and i don't know her work like that and she could be like some level of some type of coon ass motherfucker that i don't just don't know about because i'm not into her like that but the comments people were seizing on these weren't it right you know like they like the numbers 
you can't use these numbers only when they benefit you right like right. The, no, the numbers are still the numbers i remember looking at that fucking chart and it being like oh man black women have it bad shit latina women have it worse right fuck asian women got it worse like indigenous women have it even worse you know like yeah it's fucked up i don't like um and hollywood is not necessarily representative of the big swath of america that these numbers represent so maybe if we did a study specifically of hollywood we would arrive at some different conclusions um and the only way that this is going to change it seems or the only tactics i've seen that work are these things like these inclusion writers and shit that they put in these movies where they make everybody sit down talk about their salaries and chop it up to be like this is what everybody's getting paid okay so take it or leave it but we trying to pay everybody on a scale that respects everybody's dollars and time and shit um and people are tired of these movies the news coming out after the movies are done being like did you know this woman only got paid blank amount of money and this man got paid this amount of money so there are things being done but it does require some level of unity i just don't know that people are ready to have open honest conversations about these things these are the quote-unquote conversations people claim they want to have but nobody really seems like they don't want to come at it with an agenda i like i said and maybe it's because i'm out of the loop but to me i was like everybody kind of went hard about this and a lot of these people were wrong yeah and and i still will stand by my comment as it's a for a lot of people it's oppression olympics when it comes to anybody that says anything outside of your group and a lot of niggas turn into white women like they turn into white folks it was like i'm an ally i helped you i did it for you okay dog but y'all get mad when white folks say that to y'all Right. Like, you're using the same language, and that's my thing. It's the same language and the same techniques that white folks use on niggas. Niggas turn around and, and, and use that on other marginalized groups, like, almost offended. Like, how dare you talk about us and our flaws and how we're not doing enough? We're oppressed, too. That's the same shit white pe- white women in particular tell us. Right. One of the things, one of the, so let's look at some of the things people said to her or about her. Cause I thought these were interesting. Um, habitual hater Gina Rodriguez says black actresses are paid more than Asians and Latinas. She always coming with sideways comments about black people, but those numbers that I bet you, I would, I'm not as petty as I could be, but I would be willing to bet money if we could find the date that Viola Davis talked about this shit two years ago. I guarantee the same Twitter account people were taking screenshots and using that graph that shows that latina and asian women make less than them in america and it wasn't about hollywood but i guarantee you they didn't have a problem with the numbers that day where because the point was white men white women ahead of us what the fuck um but okay um black people uh fuck her keep out keep our fucking name out of your mouth bitch this the same hoe that essentially said christopher columbus was a hero i don't know the christopher columbus story obviously that sounds fucked up um but also you know there's a lot of fuck you bitch and shit and then if Come you send, if you at her with that you still expect her to reply back like i made a mistake i'm so sorry that's the thing because i'm not a human being you can just call me out my name and i'll be fine yeah people expect people to be reasonable and yeah. we talked about this words mean things words mean things and also i tweet 
social media like an interacting in real life i know a lot of people separate that shit and they separate the humanity out of it and that's why they can say all kinds of crazy shit and don't think twice about it because they don't think nobody else is a human being outside of themselves nobody else is a human being outside of me so i can act you and talk crazy to you and treat you any type of way and just do all types of foul shit and 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 shit till you block me because you fucking don't matter but the first time you breathe hard my way i'm falling out and flopping on the timeline like i've been fucking shot um another thing uh child i saw the full video with gabrielle union ellen pompeo emma roberts and gina rodriguez gina's disdain for black people making it or should i say rising above her is palatable she really blatantly lied about black actresses making more than latina actresses i would like and this is what i asked on twitter do y'all have the numbers to prove she lying because i would like to see them because it sounded like she was using the same numbers that people used to say black women aren't making enough money last year so i would just like to see the numbers because it sounded like they were just census numbers unless some i mean and if there's numbers out there like i was on my facebook page i asked this question and somebody was like i'll do some research and seeing the numbers uh they haven't sent them yet but i i want to see it because maybe you know she could be full of shit and now and now could be like oh okay cool she looked at those numbers but it doesn't apply to hollywood um so then uh someone else says sophia vergara is literally the highest paid tv actress this hoe wants to be oppressed so bad jesus christ that actually is like saying oprah is the highest paid black woman so what are all these other black women complaining about they not getting paid like the logic doesn't quite curdle with some of these points people are making and it's the same language yeah it's and it's it's honestly the obama made it so what are you niggas t- mad about type of right thing it's like well y'all are the ones saying that these marginalized identities don't get compensated you can't pick one person and be like they on this list so they're therefore the end you know um she needs to realize she doesn't need shit uh to shit on black women to big up latinas i maybe i'm tripping i don't see her comments as shitting on black women like i'm gonna go back and read these comments again can y'all tell me i get so petrified in this space talking about equal pay especially when you look at the intersectional aspect of it right where white women get paid more than black women black women get paid more than asian women asian women get paid more than latino women and it's like a very scary space to step into because i always feel like i fail when i speak about it because i can't help but feel already so gracious to do what i do and i feel like culturally i feel like i was raised to just feel so appreciative of getting here please tell me where specifically that was a shot at black women it and my thing with with that like you said is that agenda stuff people already come and and it's some black women they have problems with latinx women <laughs> like they mm-hmm. they see them as competition you know they see them as stealing you know our men like like you like 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 it's it's all types of layers to to a lot of the attacks and sometimes it's not as clean and cut and dry as people make it because reading her comments and the way people responded and some of the things that people could pick up uh, bringing up are irrelevant to what she said so let's also address how Gina rodriguez lied about latina actresses being paid less than black actresses when evidence shows the top 20 paid actresses of all time has three latinas and not a single black actress how did she get away with this lie is that like you see what i'm saying like is that proof is that the only proof we need is that does that so that goes for all latina actresses they're getting paid more than black actresses like is this where's the stats to back that up because a list is not that's not necessarily the same thing as a statistical analysis of the industry this is not that's not to say those people are necessarily wrong i would like to see more than that as evidence 
that being said i i did not find her comments to be so fucking offensive i thought the yara shit you could look at that in an offensive way but i also think like much like the james Baldwin thing you could also look at it as a way of being like she's an excellent woman don't just put her in one category she should be looked at by everybody as excellence you know now i'm not one of those people that gets into that sentiment i'm more of a you know y'all have heard our podcast if our podcast is considered one of the best black podcasts that doesn't bother me you know now now do i think it's one of the best podcasts period yes absolutely but i also have no problem if 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 you think you can put us in a box of just black that's cool i love that box you know and maybe that's how y'all feels too i don't know but the point being i've seen black people who are not some coon ass niggas be like nah give us our motherfucking praises in a universal way that we deserve because our shit goes out to everybody and the same podcast apps that catch uh adam carolla catch my shit too come on so if my shit is dope don't just say you know i know black people that get offended when it's like they put the black podcast on the front of black history month for itunes it's like well how come we just not on the front all the time you see what i'm saying so there's more than one way to look at it and i feel like in a zeal to like get gina rodriguez a lot of people kind of sounded very hypocritical or like they reversed their logic on a lot of things that they claim to feel and i wonder why they couldn't see that you know because i'm not necessarily interested in defending this woman i don't know this woman but i am interested in the logical leap of then going against everything you said you believe especially when you said you believed in those numbers and this is why i feel so consistently disillusioned with folks because it's like where is your consistency you know what i mean like where is your like is it just i'm woke for just my shit and then it's like and after that fuck everybody you know is it i'm cool with these numbers if they look a certain way for me but i'm gonna stop reading after it gets past me because that might involve me advocating for some people that aren't myself i don't i don't know i don't know but um anyway zero to a hundred karen oh just based off of what she said i i i give it a zero unless something else comes up or something like that i give it a a, a zero yeah um i'm not that i'm not fucked with yeah i was probably i was really fucked with but more about just the whole conversation like i said i don't really care about her comments i find her comments to be people were inflaming them in a way that weren't really required and i people were trying to act as if there was no fucking way to see the other side of this thing and i found that to be kind of really telling because i am as black as they fucking come and even i know idris elba is a great example someone told idris elba to his face like well you're one of the great a great you know black actor and he corrected him like no actor and so to me that lines up with the yar shahidi thing where it's like some black people go nah dog fucking just recognizing the same way you recognize everybody else uh and some black people are like no 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 call me black uh, i'm good with that like i'm a black actor call me a black there i don't give a fuck this is me this is what i want to lean into so i think you know there are people that were very invested in being like it can only be one way and i thought that was kind of interesting and telling because i think i can understand people being upset as much as i could understand people not being upset um 
but i don't know her like that all right and 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 that's true depends on how you view it it's a question in there yeah i just put it on screen that's how you know oh um ignorant question what counts as a white pass on latinx is there a color chart like peter griffin family got me um well you're joking but kinda you know Mm -hmm. uh it's exactly what it sounds like like um if uh your skin is light enough that people associate you with having certain white privileges and your features colorist privilege and shit like that then yeah people say you're white passing especially if you look like you're white like you Mm -hmm. straight like because there's some latinx people that unless they tell you they're not white you you just think they're a white person uh george zimmerman was one of those white people Mm -hmm. you know and there's latinx that identifies white i mean there's uh i mean it's on the census you know like that it's, it's a it's a total phenomenon uh yeah someone brought up Char- charlie sheen like charlie sheen's brother is emilio estevez you know what i mean like uh louis ck mexican you know so white pat there's all kinds of white passing latinx and you know a lot of their um a lot of their politics and stuff reflect that of whiteness they do they are more republican they are more conservative um so a lot of times you end up with that and then unfortunately this is because we're talking hollywood um a lot of the people who are successful in hollywood have to go through the lens of white supremacy to be successful which is one of the reasons i was kind of like for people going like well she is this white passing blah blah i'm like she is that's absolutely true it probably affects a lot of the things she believes but at the same time a lot of the people that we stand for that we call our woke folks are only up there in hollywood because they look white enough to white people to be considered beautiful and shit and i mean the woke ones amanda stanberg is she woke she woke but white people have a certain comfort with her skin tone and the way she looks yara shahidi she woke same thing you know is and this is not to demean them and it's it kind of remind what happened with black people on this topic reminded me a lot of what happens with light-skinned people mm-hmm. when people bring up colorism and they get mad at you like i'm a black person too you trying to say i'm not black it's like no i'm saying there's a certain level of visibility attached to you as a black person who looks a certain way that is not attached to other people for the good and the bad that it is right there's a certain visibility because of the racial spectrum of america the 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 history of america that does put black people in this weird visible spotlight that is that outsizes our 13 percent of the population specifically because of how this how this country has attacked us so much so there's a there's a thing where black blackness is cool blackness is viral blackness is uh over representative in some situations and still not enough you know because this country can never give us enough so there's all this type of stuff with us where um if you point that out and you're in the other parts of you know marginalized communities so like if an asian person points out like man uh this cause that black people supported got way more traction than this cause that asian people supported like why why is that why can't we get the same visibility well you haven't been through the same shit to be honest so you don't get the same visibility if you you have put in quote unquote put in on the struggle like that and in a lot of cases your communities have anti-blackness themselves which don't allow you to align with us like that nobody's stopping you from marching with us not nobody's disinviting you from from supporting our causes but you have something with that because uh what do they call it um 
model minority status has been granted to you in some cases and y'all y'all grab for that ring and y'all leave people behind in a way y'all leave us behind you know so there's a lot of complicated moving pieces to all this shit is my point i thought what she said was very innocuous i thought the reaction was very telling the idea that she needs to be shouted down and shut down and uh, you know read all those comments where she's called out of her name and shit like that i I, I thought that was a that was a lot and then if she ever broaches the topic again people are just going to continue to pile on i and what will happen is either she'll stop talking about this shit and then people will go i told you she wasn't real or she keeps talking and people keep taking every comment as slander to black people so it's a lose-lose situation that's why yeah. on some topics like i said people just don't need to talk about it right so yeah I, you know and uh, well june brought up we supported crazy rich asians some of us did i know a lot of black people that were very offended by um why can't i remember her name now um the one black girl they would call uh, the one asian woman they were saying had a black scent why can't yes, i remember yes i know you're talking about yes yeah, like so even like we're aquafina aquafina yeah we're not a hundred percent on board with all the shit they do and vice versa like you know and i still remember feeling like this is a little hypocritical because we definitely borrow from their culture in our shit mm-hmm. all the time we got a whole ass wu-tang clan you know and we don't expect them to be fucking offended like if they say something we look at them like they crazy like what the fuck what you mean we can't do kung fu and fucking call our shit wu-tang clan and oh i'm the old dirty bastard and this is uh you know like we get mad you know from the slums of shaolin none of them niggas from fucking shaolin you know so it's but but we pick and choose our shit and i think it bothers me to see the hypocrisy but that's kind of on me for even giving a fuck so all right we will talk to you guys did um you emails yeah i read them okay yeah that's why we did this okay just we have plenty of sure. time cool all right guys we'll talk to you send your emails in for your uh christmas cards or well holiday cards really i don't say no christmas on our shit uh send uh <laughs> we happy holidays yeah send yeah starbucks people mad uh but yeah send uh your eat your your uh addresses in uh the um uh the blackout tips at gmail.com like i said tomorrow's episode will basically be a medium talk mm-hmm. uh but uh hopefully that helps uh our girl Yulissa sell some uh some more dolls man yeah sell them dolls and thank y'all for the chat room for uh tuning in live and hanging with us and hanging out with us all right we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.